for, forget that, Tom. We, we've never seen this, period. No. We've never seen a guy win a championship at WrestleMania, and, and then not even a half an hour after he wins it, we get a challenge, and the guy puts that title on the line that he just won. An unprecedented test. For, forget that, Tom. We, we've never seen this, period. No. An unprecedented test. Caesar's Palace! Las Vegas, Nevada! of WrestleMania 9! An unprecedented test. Episode 213, I think. How are we, boys? Sure. Alive and kicking. Huge. Aren't that's that's the only lovely. Aren't we only <laughs> fucking lovely? We're a great bunch of lads. All the lads, except for the one with the penis aids. Uh, Nikki uh, has a bad dose of the penis aids again this week, so no Nikki. I assume. We didn't even check that, but I'm pretty sure he's not on this week. New pandemic, lads. Yeah, the penis aids is a, penis AIDS pandemic. It's a pandemic. <laughs> Pandemic. How are you, lads? Ah, another week down. Drinking to be done. Fall guys has dropped a new event. Sure, isn't life isn't life grand? Oh, we're all that, about that? That drinking, riding, smoking, and stealing is all we're about now at this stage. Well, sure, it, it, soon we'll be able to properly go out drinking again. Soon, huge. Oh, I mean, hopefully, um, better be. When is the Fall Guys thing? Has that started already? Yeah, it's dropped already. I'm already working my way through some of it there on lunch earlier. Oh, cool. Um, they're doing, there's three skins, there's three costumes that you have to buy and there's one event one. Absolutely enormous news for everyone involved. Yeah. See? Yeah. Uh, dropping, dropping the big news. <laughs> big, big news. Ah. How's I'm your all weekend? Week you had uh, a tiring. adventure this week, hadn't you? Yeah, I went to Cork. Um, Jesus, there's a lot of hills in Cork. There's so many hills in Cork. It needs to be flattened, that whole place, to make it inhabitable and visitable. I was say, it's not to do with the hills, it's just Cork in general. It just needs to be fucking flattened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just where we stayed was just up this massive hill, and we decided, ah, sure, we'll walk home. It'll be grand. We'll, uh, we'll work off all, those, all the dinners we had and all this stuff. And I've never regretted anything more because we forgot about <laughs> the two giant hills on the way to the hotel. Um, and we were picking up some beers in the off license around the corner. And then we were like, oh, that's another hill. Oh, God. And then getting up the hill to the hotel was, I don't know, it was like running a marathon or something. Steve, how did, did, you uh, keep, how did you keep these chilled in your hotel room? Oh, God. So because the pub closes at 11 o'clock, we said we'd pick up some beers. It was Curious 30th. You know, that's not really a finish your pints at 11 o'clock type of event you know no. so we grabbed a few beers in the off license down the road and then we were like oh shit forgot because we bought them earlier in the day like, oh these are going to be like warm by the time we actually want to drink them so we like we rang down for uh Arkira picked up a she asked for an ice bucket and they gave us like one of those ones for a single bottle of wine 
like that's not really gonna cut it <laughs> so then like Kira had to go and ring them and ask for another one it was really awkward the one that sent up wasn't much bigger anyway but that one that we just never factored that in so next time we'll get a little uh little cooling box or something but my god the effort and then we didn't end up drinking them i think we'd won each and went to bed because earlier in the day we um we walked twenty three thousand steps i think in the end Oof. yeah going shopping oh, for our was, total uh, each yeah that was that was it kira had the watch on and she was keeping an eye on her steps or whatever and by the time we got back to the hotel we'd done twenty three thousand steps each jesus yeah sweet so, baby uh, jesus it's the most nope. exercise i've done since covid hit i'm <laughs> fucking i'm only just thinking of walking that distance fucking hell man, oh, man. We basically just kept walking around cork uh we looked up, up a retro game store yeah pretty much we found a retro game store on google i was like oh i'm gonna go check that place out we're wandering around for ages and couldn't find it on like google said it was open and everything I was like, where the fuck is this thing? We just asked in the shop, hey, we're looking for this place. And I was like, oh, they're gone years ago. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it was hard enough to find it to begin with because Google was sending us all sorts of weird ah. places. But Clearly, they don't uh, have a team which uh, looks after these sorts of things dedicated exactly. and, you know, monitors it every week. <laughs> Bunch of amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was my week. Um, yeah. I'm pretty tired, and I have to work at 7 in the morning all weekend. Way. That's illegal. Oh, right. God. Do you know what I'm going to be doing at 7 o'clock tomorrow? Sleeping, because that's what Fuck normal you. people do on a Saturday morning. Yeah, I know. That would be about the time that I go to sleep. Just got to get out of this job, boys. It's as simple as that. <laughs> got to go find something, because I can't keep doing this. But, um... You yeah. a lot of tomorrow. It's like 14 million. Ah... Uh, it's too late. I'm already in the house. I'm not going outside again. <laughs> going outside the house past 6 p.m. Are you mad? That's when I'm in my shorts. <laughs> oh, you are very, very old. I am. Uh, but yeah. Anything else going on? Not a lot. I'm booking a couple of weeks off now myself and uh, a week or two's time. So possibly making my way up to the tribesmen again next weekend. Seeing if there's any shenanigans to be had. Indeed, uh, indeed, there will be. Find some shenanigans. The pub, the pub. Mm. Oh, Jesus! Thank God you clarified there. That would have been a very horrible mistake to make. I better go over to that <laughs> pub and make sure everything is still cool for next Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> and then oh, probably going God. up to Mayo or Donegal for a couple of days afterwards and tour in the country a bit on my own. Absolutely huge. Yeah. Nice. Um, what happened in wrestling this week? Apart from the obvious horrendous news about Daphne, obviously. That's uh, fucking very, horrendous. very sad. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I'll let you talk about that one because I genuinely had never heard of her before. Um, right. But, you know, these sorts of things are incredibly sad and tragic anyway. But he, you've heard of her and know of her work from uh, from back in the day, yeah? Yeah, she was in late WCW, but mainly know her from TNA back in the day. Okay. Uh, she was big enough star in TNA, fair to say, I'd say. Uh, yeah, but yeah. She worked short for Raven a bit as well, didn't she? Mm-hmm. During, well, against Raven mostly with the whole Dr. Stevie stuff with Taylor Wilde and stuff like that was involved, I think, as well. She was first one of the first women in one of the Monsters Ball matches, which was essentially their equivalent of like hardcore or death matches. Um, 
Yeah, it's just it's she took some fucking horrible bumps though during some of her matches mm-hmm. and impact. Like I know there was a match with Foley, I think, where she got a re- really, really bad concussion. Um and unfortunately you look back at stuff like that now and you're like, fuck did stuff like that play a part. Um well, I'm guessing yeah, it did because uh, Kira looked her up because I was telling her about the story of what happened and Kira looked her up on Instagram and she did put a post up saying that she wanted her brain sent to Boston, which I assume means sent to Chris Nowinski. Yeah, I'm assuming it's a Nowinski job. Um, um, because they want, because obviously you can only find CTE after you're dead, after, basically. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming there's a CTE issue there big time. Uh, she claimed the concussions played a role in her stream. Apparently, yeah, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, it happened during Dynamite. Me and Gordo were watching Dynamite live this week, and when I sent the video, I was like, "Oh, something fucked is happening here." But if you watch the video, she's got a blanket over her knees, and there's a very visible gun. There's a pistol um, under the blanket at one point. So, not to be—I don't even want to say it. Never mind. You can use your—you can use your imagination, yeah. but. Um, if she wanted her brain sent and and what she used, what what happened? You know, yeah. it can't have been anyway. Not it, good. It, it can't have been a Kurt Cobain job. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, horrible shit. Yeah, it was horrible to even have to fucking talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, look, it's just one of them things. Like you see people struggling, fucking reach out to them. Don't be afraid yeah. to be that person to be there for someone because. Everyone goes through drops and downs. Um, yeah, just look after each other, folks. Just look after mm. each other. It's rough out there. Exactly. Man, kind of really took the shine off a pretty decent episode of Dynamite, to be honest. I was like completely taken out of it by then. I yeah. was like, oh, fuck, what's going on? Because Twitter was, it went from like, oh, what a great show, or look at all the cool shit happening on Dynamite. And then it was like, dark miserable panic for the last hour of dynamite that everyone was just freaking out yeah nobody seemed to care and rightfully so nobody seemed to care about dynamite like there's bigger things going on you know Um, i actually couldn't tell you what happened the last hour of dynamite i'll look up the notes but i actually can't remember off the top of my head because it was just like twitter had just twitter just stopped people stuck in a cage take on uh, and a j returned that's about the big takeaway i had from the second hour oh yeah 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 that's Hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sad. Sad week again. Ah, we'll we'll pick it up here now. Um, Brian Alvarez heard something. Yeah, the beacon of positivity. <laughs> is Brian Alvarez is fucking <laughs> Brian Alvarez's burning ears, huh? Fucking hell. Ah, uh, it was very funny. Uh, so, like this thing came out, like Brian Alvarez heard that Vince is going to be taking over. Vince and Bruce are going to be taking over NXT, and straight away we're like, bullshit. It's not a chance Vince is booking these matches. What is he after hearing and reporting? And then, sure enough, the Observer themselves had to retract it. Um, but yeah, that was funny. I, I basically copied and pasted loads of tweets there, but that basically tells the tale. Um, yeah. What did but, the rest of the votes say? Uh, they said, after talking to sources regarding NST, the day-to-day operation isn't changing that drastically. Still very much in the hands of Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Regal, and Bloom. However, the look of the weekly TV product will have a Vince and Co. stamp on it. I, I expect it to be subtle to start. Which is as essentially what Nick Khan fucking said two weeks ago. Yeah. So is that is that where Alvarez heard of this? <laughs> you know, the thing we all heard two fucking weeks ago? <laughs> That's the thing. Um, uh, he's, they themselves did, had to jump down on it. Did he go to journalism for that? <laughs> he did a did, journalism. 
<laughs> but this is the thing when these things come out. When when Alvarez reports something about NXT, I tend to wait until Sean Ross Sapp or somebody else says it. If Alvarez reports something about AEW, that's all I need. Do you know? Yeah. And if, Al- if Alvarez says something about AEW, I pr- it's probably true. 99 times out of 100 is true. So I always wait for a second source when they talk about WWE. Let's see. Of course, RIP NXT was trending when this, this, this tweet came out or this uh, clip of the show came out, which I thought was very funny. Can I, can I ask something? Actually? There's something that's kind of, I won't say upset me, but there's something I've noticed more and more on Twitter lately. And I think seeing it in the last 24 hours after the aftermath of seeing this in between all of the be kind to each other, look after each other, you know, the words you say to people have an effect on them. Where has everyone's personal vendetta against Triple H and all of this come from? In what way now? Elaborate on that. So far as, like, basically just scrolling down through it, it's just, everyone essentially just, there seems to just be this narrative out there of how now essentially Triple H is a failure. Uh, Fuck him. Since he was trying to kill the indies, all that stuff is all coming back out to the fore again. It's, I don't know, it's just, and it seems to be amplified, obviously, with all this Observer stuff in the last couple of days with the whole R.E.P. NXT and stuff. It just seems to be more and more out there, but it, I don't know, it just seems to be very much uh, a, a, a fuck Triple H mentality out there at the moment. And it's a lot of it's personal fucking digs. It's like, you'd want to have fucking thick skin reading some of it, like. Uh, don't forget, you're you're talking about the Titanium Core who um, created this, you know, Wednesday Night Ward. Well, obviously, we we fueled it as well from our side, but in reality, it was never really a war, but it it was a war just for for shits and giggles. We call it ourselves the Wednesday Night Kerfuffle. Yeah, because you know, ultimately, even though, well, the problem was is that they stopped promoting themselves as a developmental brand and referred to themselves as the third brand. So they kind of bigged themselves up to a point of where they were able to compete with AEW. But in reality, they never really could compete with AEW with the, the quality and quantity on show. So from that respect, and from the way that they build themselves and book themselves, it has been rather damp squib for the last couple of years. And unfortunately, Triple H has eaten a lot of shit for that, rightly or wrongly. Yeah, I think I think the extent of it's a bit, bit much. We'll say. Um, Maybe it's just oh, me. Joe Rogan on his horse drugs. I forgot about that. Oh Jesus, fucking what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ronaldo's a cheat. Ronaldo's a cunt. What a great man! What a great man! He's finished. Is this Ronaldo? He's completely finished. He's a fuck. He's a cunt. <laughs> Elaborate, uh, Gordo. Please elaborate. He's a fucking cunt. <laughs> and he how does that make you feel, Gordo? How does that make you feel? Angry. Should have been sent off. Shouldn't have even been on the fucking pitch. To be fair, Aaron Con- altogether. Do you mind the fucking dive and Aaron Connolly done? He could have been sent off just for fucking accumulation of fucking dives as well, to be fair. Uh, ah, just that referee can fuck off and Ronaldo can fuck off and. Barrack and fuck off. You love to see it. Not really, if you're Irish, but whatever. <laughs> um, you know what? Yeah. I hope I hope fucking Kieran Clark breaks his fucking legs in the Newcastle game next week. Oh God! There's no need for that sort of talk. Let's not get crazy here. 
<laughs> I'm very worried that he gets injured in his first game. <laughs> He's out for two years or something. Like, no. Well, you, you'll have made back all the money on them jerseys today anyway, so it's grand. <laughs> um, oh, horrible news to bring up. Horrible, horrible stuff. Uh, surprising news. Um, WB Japan has been dissolved. Uh, leave the memories alone. RIP. Too soon, man. Too soon. Mm-hmm. It lost its smile. Rough man, it's awful sad. It's awful sad. It is awful sad. What does Kyrie Sane do now? Assume she still has a contract. So mm, probably up, I'd say at this stage, is it? I think it was for a couple of years for to be an ambassador, wasn't it? For WWE Japan or NXT company Japan or whatever the hell. If it it's called. for if it's for that and the company is gone, does that mean she's gone now? Like essentially, her contract is not void if the company has been dissolved. Potentially, potentially. Balor asked to go to NXT UK before they moved him to SmackDown. Yep. Mad bastard. I've heard of this. Could have had some great matches there. Yeah. Could have just lived in Ireland. They, they could yeah. have just moved home. Because they tape weeks ahead, don't they? Yeah. But to be fair, then he probably would have had to try to convince his fucking smoking hot missus to have to move back to this side of yeah. the world as well. So, like. Wanted to program at Walter. Oh, baby. Oh, my goodness. Well, that was the rumor, wasn't it? That match yeah. was going to headline NXT UK Takeover Dublin, poorly named pay per view. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. That should never have been a takeover. So Balor was going to beat him then and win the title, if that's the case. If he wanted to move to NXT UK. Oh God, yeah. Uh, interesting. Personally, I wouldn't like that to happen. You know, as in him go to NXT UK. I'd rather he was back in NXT. But let's see, uh, he's got Roman tonight, so I wish I could watch that live, but I'll be in yeah. Actually, just when you were talking, uh, throw back to Kyrie saying and contract. Speaking of contracts, Adam Cole, baby, officially free. Mm, mm. Tell the tale today. Well, yeah, he's, the man's officially a free agent. Uh, his contract is up. Uh, obviously, we have Britt Baker teasing it on Dynamite this week about how you know, she had news on a big free agent signing. The signing was that she had signed an extension, which is also legit. Um, but yes, news broke today uh, via Fightful Select. Let's go check them out uh, for literally a couple of quid a month and you get some pretty good news in advance. Um, but the, basically, Adam Cole, during his contract negotiations, was saying that it was non-negotiable that he did not want to give up his Twitch account. That basically, no matter what happened, he was keeping his Twitch. So, yeah. cannot blame him. Of him. That clip went around Twitter a couple of weeks ago where he just yeah. flat out said, no matter what this happens, it's not going stream, anywhere. It's not going anywhere. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so. Basically, yeah, people higher up at WWE were kind of weren't exactly excited to have to talk to him about it because they didn't have, they knew they had no leverage in the situation because otherwise he'll just, just fuck go. off anyway. Yeah. You know? So it's a watershed moment for them because if they allow him, if I'm AJ Styles, more. I'm kicking the door down. If I'm AJ Styles, going, yep. uh, I'm doing, I'm going back on Twitch, deal with it. Yep. And like, I, I know you've watched a couple of his streams, uh, Steve as well. Like he's, mm-hmm. you he's can really see good. it's, it's not just a case of he does it for the money and stuff like that. I'm sure it helps. You can see he's a proper, he's a proper games enthusiast. He's mad into like, for me, one of the first streams I saw was his Halo uh, stream mm. he was playing Halo 3 um, he was playing 2 and 3 and uh, just he was talking he was literally pausing the game and going into the lore and explaining the lore of it to people nearly and they're like this isn't just a case of he's doing it for money and shit he's doing it because this is something he actually 
loves doing in his spare time. It gives him a chance to, to kind of interact with people, deal with fans and stuff like that. He has a really good back and forth. He's fantastic at it. Um, the difference between the Twitch chat and Twitter is like measurable. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> How some people are on Twitch compared to oh, Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no hate raids going in there, baby. No. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you know what, fair fucks to the guy. Um, and you know what, if he does end up re-signing there, which, being honest, I think is probably unlikely. Uh, as you said, it is that watershed moment of other people can kind of have their right to be kicking up a fuss about it. So, be interesting to see no what happens either way. No we gravy chips. gravy chip emotes, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we do, we do. Uh, gravy chip emotes all day. <laughs> um... So yeah, I actually watched him play Halo with uh, Tyler Breeze last night, actually, for a little bit. Yeah. It's fun times. CM Punk only signed his AW contract the day of his Rampage debut. Yes, I have not even signing contracts last fucking minute, doesn't he? <laughs> He's developing a bit of a habit, all right. Um, why, why are they living by the seat of their pants, AW? Like, remember they announced Christian before he'd even signed his gig? Yeah. Or that well effectively had announced Christian before he started. They're, they're gonna get they're gonna get burned on this sometime. And it's Who's gonna going to pull their pants down. It'll be funny. I kinda hope it happens because it would be really funny. Um but yeah, that's that's dangerous. Imagine if there were like there was some clause that they hadn't quite thought of and he's like, Oh, I'm not signing that You know, and it was just like, you know, okay, then I'm just going to leave. And then you deal with the 15,000 people who are going to burn this building to the ground. I assume that would be all worked out. I, you know, I, would imagine. I think it was literally just putting pen to paper. You know, I'd imagine yeah. that's all it is. He would have had the contract via email or faxed over or whatever. Fax machines, are yeah. they still a thing? Probably are. Apparently I the rumor goes is the type that. of guy that has a fax machine. He, um, he arrived at the United Centre that day without a contract being signed. It wasn't until his lawyer told him that he should probably sign the contract before going out to the ring. Uh, and he signed 30 minutes before appearing on TV. You know what? I'm going to throw something out there. He made a mistake by signing up before going out. <laughs> oh, Gordo. For, no, no, for one reason only. That fucking reaction he got when he went out there and cut that promo. He could have fucking walked back and literally asked for an extra fucking quarter of a million on top of that deal. <laughs> he made a fucking mistake by not fucking by signing the contract before going out. And I will not be talked down on that. Oh, yeah. But yet, I'm the Jew of the podcast. Good yeah, God. Right. Two days in a row. I'm all, I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, Fitz, I'm a mercenary, right? <laughs> I'm essentially the Brock Lesnar of the fucking group You're here. You're fucking nonce. That's what if, you are. If you, hey, I am not. Yeah, with that You're, sort of thing. You're into the nonsense. I'm, 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 I am not. I'm into nonsense. There's a difference. <laughs> the yeah, I'm, in the chat. I'm telling you, the man made a mistake by signing the contract before going out. <laughs> and my logic on it is not flawed in any way, shape, or form. And I will fight anyone who says that I'm wrong on that. There, he, kind of, he has a point <laughs> as much as that would never happen it'd be, be funny Tony Khan literally holding on to Punk's legs going no don't walk out there yet you're going to cripple me can you imagine he literally walks out gets that reaction walks back and just turns around and says extra, extra quarter of a million a year please <laughs> otherwise what's uh, he going to do he can turn around and say right I can fuck off Vince will fucking pay me 
If they see if yeah. WWE see that reaction and they're going back on the road to live crowds, they need to fucking get people back watching. Well, I can fuck off funny. over there. It's funny you mention that, Gordo, because he also made a comment, uh, I think it was in the ESPN interview he did, that if it was all about the money for him, he would have been main eventing WrestleMania this year. He had offers on the table from the Fed, and he told him to go fuck. Really? Uh, That's interesting. He, um, he is quoted as saying, you know, uh, he said, don't play me in his early discussions with, um, with the Fed. And he knew straight away that they, you know, they were changing the story and they were playing games. He said, "Don't play games." It was the one thing he said to them. And straight Don't enough, play games enough, with my heart. They started playing games. It's like when you when you know people for a long time, it's it's hard to trust them. He says, "Yeah, that makes sense." He probably went in going right clean slate. However, you know we have a little bit of history here, and if you start doing stupid shit, I'm just going to walk away. And they probably yeah. started doing stupid shit. Oh, you can fucking bet your bottom dollar that they fucked him. Fucked him good. Well, yeah, we would have had to go back to NXT to learn where the uh, hard cam was anyway. So, uh, <laughs> um, what's this thing about Vince you put in, actually? I'll leave that one to you. Oh, yeah, I could have VKM. Mm. Again, We're, Monday Night Raw, apparently that's still a thing for people who enjoy... Oh, no, and it TV. was a thing. It was a thing this week. <laughs> yes, it was. The greatest episode of Raw since 1999. It was amazing. <laughs> so, according to many sources, but this particular one is from Mike Johnson at PW Insider. They had a rough Man week. reportedly ripped up the script several times ahead of this week's Monday Night Raw. Ahead of the show, WWE had announced three high-profile matches. Bobby Lashley vs. Sheamus, Miz vs. Morrison, and Eva Marie vs. Dewdrop. By the time the show went on air, none of the advertised matches had... Or by the time the show had gone off the air... None of the advertised matches had taken place. Although Dewdrop and Eva Marie made it to the ring, the Scottish superstar attacked Marie before the match could begin. After the show, uh, Mike Johnson reported that the script for the show was changed multiple times as Vince was extremely unhappy with the original plans. Uh, The report notes that August 30th was one of the longest days for the creative team with the script being ripped up multiple times, McMahon being requesting uh, new ideas, some of which were reportedly better than others. The chairman rejected every idea put to him before laying down the new plans himself. There you go. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Q principal Skinner gif. It must be the children that's wrong, not me. Yep. Yep. Sorry. Uh, when my computer crashed, uh, uh, sound pad wasn't open. So. Oh, genius. That's we tremendous. Can- War games. Oh, yes. more than that. <laughs> so um, tell me tales. You you watched her all this week. Uh, oh, was did it noticeably we? um <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Fitz, it was a great episode of Raw. Depends was, on how you judge great. <laughs> I've got to say, it had two matches that I thought were very worth watching for very opposite scale ends of the spectrum. Oh, like absolutely. You'll get a couple of matches every week on Raw that are fantastic. Well, yeah. yeah, you should. It's 17 hours long. I know. But they, in the last two years or so, they've really stepped up the quality of the matches you get on TV. You know, they were very oh, good. You always get one match that makes you go, yes, I'm glad I watched for that match. Mm-hmm. Now, the ending of that match isn't always great. This week yeah. this week was. Uh, Priest, Seamus Drew was a fantastic match. It really, really and was. The ending Big was meat just... Big meat slap meat. Yeah, and the ending was the 
fucking iced cherry or the cherry on top of the icing on top of the deliciously frosted cake. Um, it was just a fantastic match. Really enjoyed it. And what um, was it mean? Um, uh, I don't. I can't even remember what the main event was. I'm literally just thinking of this match. match. Uh, yeah, it was tag match. Tag tag. Yeah, match. Yeah. I think it was actually solid. Um, what was the cherry then? Sorry. Oh no, the, just the finish. Um, basically, oh, the okay. finishing a triple threat was just a nice little counter into the reckoning on Drew for the for the one two three. But it was a match that literally all three of these guys came out of it looking fantastic. It shows that when they want to put the effort in and leave these guys go out and do what they can do, that people can actually have a match where even in defeat people look good. Well, it's no surprise that the that common concept. denominator in most, if not all, of the very good wrestling matches for the last two years have involved Sheamus, which is so weird. I've said it. I said it early in the year, lads. He was for a long time. He was my call for wrestler of the year. In the build-up to Mania, I thought he was mm. that. I thought he was on that good a level that, at least in WWE, been, he was the best. He was the most consistent performer they've had. Oh, definitely. If you if we're just counting WWE, uh, Sheamus or maybe Finn Balor, if you include all the NXTs, yeah, which is weird. The two Irish lads have, have if, consistently best matches over the past two years or so. I reckon if Priest didn't have his bit of a break, and I know you weren't a fan of a lot of the stuff that he'd done. Obviously, he had a lot of interactions with Miz, <laughs> which uh, it, dra- it dragged too long. But I think he made the most of something that was dragging so long, and I think he came out of it looking really good. Uh, I thought anything he done with Jomo was fantastic, and just in general, I think he's after making a huge step up. So I think for me, it's, it's Seamus Priest and Balor are the three for this year that I'm like they're the guys for me. Leading Priest, the real winner. Of the night and oh, uh, yeah. match of match of the week, of course. Match of the Charlotte year, versus, no, match of the year. Charlotte versus Nia Jax, where things got a little too real, and it was Vince, magnificent. You need to watch this match. You do, Vince. Mm. You really do. Mm. Need you to watch really this. do it, need to watch this match. Amazing! It's so bad. It's so so good and so bad. Tell me tales. So, ironically, Charlotte was not happy with the way Nia Jax was selling. Charlotte was unhappy with how someone else was selling, which I got great enjoyment out of. Charlotte's very good at selling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Selling what? (laughs) I love when Charlotte Charlotte just walks through punches and strikes where she decides not to sell them. People are kicking her in the stomach and she doesn't react to them. Very funny. Um, But whatever way happened, I think it was Nia nearly dropped Charlotte on her head. Um, gave her the sing, she gave her the, the Sing Brothers bump on uh, <laughs> fucking Black Suplex in the middle of the ring at one point. Yeah, and as we talked about last night, you could hear Corey and Byron. Do you know they were talking and their their voices went up? They were like, "Oh God, something's very wrong here," because she thought she was going to drop in her head. So then Charlotte threw a slap at Naya. I think she slapped her like you know, shoot brother, uh, slap. And Naya obviously was like, "Don't do that." And then they started pushing each other and slapping. And Nia threw a three-punch combo <laughs> that was as legit as it comes. Or, th- you know what? I will say it was legit because, you know, sometimes they can make it look legit and you think, oh, shit, what's going on? It would not Nia trust Jack's her to be able to do that. To do yeah. that. <laughs> it's not possible. So as far as I'm concerned, they were real shots. And then, what was it? The Charlotte, Nia shot Charlotte off the ropes. And yeah, then, it looks like they forgot the. It looks like they forgot the spot after like the third Samoan drop. Mm. She forgot the spot, so they had a bit of a scuffle after the punches, and then Naya went. Uh, then Naya shot Charlotte into the ropes, 
went to go for the Simone drop, but Charlotte didn't want to go up for it. Yeah. So then Charlotte kind of catches her in what looks to be essentially an attempt at a weird dragon sleeper. But it's then like it looked like she was going to get her. Yeah, and then it looked like she was really going to get her arm ripped off. So in the end, <laughs> she went for what I don't. I still don't know. I, I I rewatched this with Patty yesterday. I don't know. Did she go for a fucking scorpion death drop, or did she hit her with a Russian leg sweep? But it was one oh, of the yeah. two. It was one it was, of the two. Yeah. And then uh, essentially, remember twenty seconds later, you can see the ref just kind of gives the tap for the whole uh, right. Get the fuck out of here, and now yeah hits her finish which not the way she sometimes braces them a bit on the way down she did not <laughs> um and she landed high on the on the top of her neck off off of naya's finish and uh clean pin one two three champ yep, loses clean after an ah. absolute shit show of a 12 minute match Bits, oh you have days. to watch this. You, you have you, to watch you, it. I know you know the result and everything now, but seriously, I cannot recommend this enough. You need to watch that match. Match of in, the week. In what parallel universe are we supposed to believe that Nia Jax is going to beat Charlotte clean? Yeah. Well, uh, the, the WWE universe. That's the one. <laughs> hey. Make it make sense. Make it make sense. Either make it make sense or have more matches like this. And I'm all for it. I, I don't was, care I was, about WWE anymore, so let's just get we get weird with it. Bring I was back the Brawl for all, is it? Oh, oh bring it back. Bring it, it, back. Back. Bring it all back. Bring it all back. Never give up. Uh, but yeah, it was just, yeah, it was, when you take away the, you know, if you look at it like, <laughs> if you were like running that show, you'd go, these are two very unprofessional people. Like Charlotte was literally like on the hard cam just going, what the fuck is going on here? She had that smirk on her face. It was very fun. It's match of the week and worst match of the week. Yeah. Um, and, uh, either. All I'm saying is Naya did not hang around afterwards. She got out of there very fucking sharpish. Mm-hmm. I imagine she, she had a, a screaming Vince McMahon ready for her when she came back. Yeah. So there, but I assume there was a lot of shit going on backstage then when you know this came to light. Surely there was fucking fisticuffs backstage, no? I'm guessing there would have been words. Yeah. What was the reports like? I didn't see much, to be honest. I didn't see about it. Yeah. Honestly, I did not see much come out about it, which was really strange. But uh, yeah, it was uh, interesting. It was great. It was great stuff. Yeah. yeah. So she beats Best the champion, so she gets the title, right? Yeah, which I means so, yeah. her and Alexa's probably gone. Maybe they think this is a better match for Extreme Rules, and then they'll go Charlotte, Alexa, uh, whatever the next pay-per-view is after that. Oh, my God. We're gonna get fucking. We're gonna get uh, Bliss doing all of her weird fiend shit over in Saudi Mania. Oh my god! <laughs> Those Spook- boys aren't gonna like that. Spooky, spooky ghosts watching spooky girl. There it is. Spooky ghost and spooky doll. That's the one. Yvonne Dudley was on a podcast after Rowan and said it happens and everyone is okay with each other. Ah, okay. Bullshit. Uh, bullet, bullet Club is fine, lads. Bullet Club is fine. Uh, I'm calling but, absolute shenanigans on that. Bully, Bully Ray, I think, was just when uh, Rory mentioned Devon, actually reminded me. Uh, there was a rumor, uh, I didn't see it myself, but apparently Bully Ray made some comment about how he thought that this is possibly fueled by after Rhea Ripley's match earlier on the night. Uh, oh, yeah. She pinned Shayna via roll up. That's Shayna's 11th. Uh, Shayna's 11th loss by roll up this year, which is the most in the company. Um, 
So yeah, quick stats. Um, after the match, Naya comes in and Rhea's over near the ropes, and Naya does her weird kind of body check move that she does, but essentially stiffed her on it, and Rhea went kind of neck first into the side of the ropes and uh, yeah. had a little bit of an old whiplash moment off it. So there was r- rumours, according to Bully Ray, that that was potentially part of the catalyst, was that Charlotte wasn't happy with essentially Nia taking liberties again, so that that mixed with her nearly dropping on her head may have sent things over the edge. Yeah, I'm Charlotte, I'm never working with her again. I don't know why Charlotte, because Charlotte had won, the first match they had, she dropped Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte on her head. Yeah, she dropped her right on her fucking head, then this happens, and then start punching each other. Why are they working together again? I, I, I don't know, Charlotte has a lot of sway there. I think you can get out of matches like that. But anyway... Um, what sway does fucking Nia Jax have? And you can't use The Rock's cousin because that even he would want her gone for this shit. Like, it's real bad. How how is she still this bad? That's still like, one of the greatest. She's been on TV mo- for five years. That's one of the greatest moments of her fucking career. By the oh, way, the rumble. Glory. Yeah. <laughs> Just because look at how look at the look on Orton's face afterwards. Just says it all. <laughs> And Mysterio hit her with a six one nine as well, or was that just before that? I think it was just before that because he's obviously on the ropes. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, she's holding her face after getting hit with it. Um, ah, difference yeah, yeah. with the shout out: are they shitting on Charlotte on her way out? I think they're essentially just got realizing that Charlotte is the one with the star power there. They're going to milk her for the next little while until they can get Tessa in, build her up, and then Tessa's going to take the Charlotte role. Possibly. Because I don't see anyone else in there stepping into that Charlotte role. Essentially, no. if you look at the rest of the horsewomen, they all have their role. Shayna, fucking hell, that's how if you drop the ball with Shayna Baszler like this. this get Shayna to AEW and get her there fast. I, the thoughts of Shayna Baszler and Thunder Rosa having a fucking 20 minute match. Mm-hmm. Good. For wrestling. Lord. But Shayna uh, is on the older side, so she's probably getting that massive contract and just riding off into the sunset uh, she'll, get, she'll make as much money as she can now so oh, she's probably least likely to go there Shayna versus fucking what's her name uh, uh, was it, it's society, Serena 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 yeah mm. oh give me Shayna versus Serena D please Shayna she, what she's 40 Shayna's only 41 mm. that's not that old like no, but you don't see you don't see you don't see the women go longer into like yeah, the forty fives yeah. and above, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But still, she's not. No, she's not. Of course, she be more than able to do it. But I yeah, reckon at that stage it, of her career, she's probably like, I finally got my massive contract, so I'm gonna oh fuck yeah, keep oh, it sweet oh, here. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, there it is. There's the one. Oh, look at oh my god, that was a shoulder breaker, and she's literally just slammed Charlotte neck first yeah. down into the ground. Good God. <laughs> oh, my oh God. God. Can we abort her? Literally and figuratively. Pretty sure at this stage it's considered murder fits, but yes. <laughs> oh, man. Anyone know a good um, hit, man? Doesn't even have to be a good one. Just uh, a hit, man. It'd be hard Rest. to fucking miss her, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. No, 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 no. She's no, not very no. mobile. She's not very mobile. If you're anyway accurate with your shot, she's not going to fucking move that quick. Mm. Oh, Grado. Oh, Grado. What's her wrestling? Um, <laughs> do you want to do... Um, I haven't seen NXT yet. 
I fell asleep on Tuesday evening, so uh, we could quick run it. It was a solid show. Um, okay. Did um, Saray break Mandy Rose's nose? I honestly think there lit- it, there was way too much kind of faffing about and stuff by uh, Gigi Dolan and whatever the other one's name is afterwards. JC Jane or whatever. There's way too much kind of, oh my God, get her a towel and all this fucking stuff afterwards that essentially I think Mandy is basically just going getting a nose job and they're wanting to use that as an excuse because remember they done the same with Zia Lee to Aaliyah around about a year ago. Mm. <laughs> um, I reckon they're actually doing the same using using the fact that everyone is talking about Saray's dropkick. They've used that, I think, to actually make, leave Mandy go get her nose done. Is my own potential theory on this uh it's so dumb it's so dumb yeah that match to be fair wasn't bad uh was actually all right kyle o'reilly versus duke hudson i enjoyed uh big man little man match very very simple kyle gets the win but i thought it was a very fun match uh imperium against drake maverick and grayson waller yeah it is what it is imperium are amazing drake maverick is fucking hilarious grayson waller needs to tone it down a bit uh, LA Knight beat Johnny Gargano after Gargano tried to high five Loomis. So it sounds funny. <laughs> yeah, it was actually it was actually a fun match, and I said to Paddy when there was all this stuff about Vince taking over NXT, is like, yep, LA Knight is made for the main roster because Vince will love him, and he's never going to give you like he's always going to give you like a five to an eight out of ten match. He's never going to do anything spectacular, but he's never going to have a stinker of a match. Um, and it was the same here. Just, you, you know, a solid LA night match. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez beat Jesse Kamea. Forgot that match happened. Um, Roddy Strong defeated Ikaminjiro, who's the guy with the jacket. Uh, oh, yeah. Jacket guy. <laughs> thank, thank, thank you, said that. <laughs> yeah, which was, which was actually, again, very fun match. Uh, Diamond Mine have two new guys out with them, the two young lads who you could see in some of the videos from the last couple of weeks. I can't remember their names. They're a pair of brothers. But, they, yeah, again, very solid, very, very fun match. Because they fired the other guy who yeah, just started. Yeah, so they need to throw someone else in. But, uh, yeah, Giro, Giro sells really well and, he, you know, he, get, he gets good sympathy and Roddy is... Roddy is Roddy. He can make, like, with the amount of backbreakers and stretches and shit he does on guys, he can really really fucking ham it up and get a bit of heat on himself so this was a fun match and Tommy Champa against Ridge Holland uh, Champa won via the Willow's Bell uh, get very good match Champa is just ridiculously good um, he really is yeah just all in all just it, like there was nothing really incredible and stand out about it but it was just a solid night of wrestling and it's it's been a while since there's been a night where there's nothing that goes too high, nothing that goes too low. It was just from start to finish. Yep, this is a grand show. This is good. I'm not offended by any of it, but I'm not blown away by any of it. But it was just a good watch. So you know what was a good watch? I've just put a gif in. Start of dynamite this week. Oh, what a segue! What a f- uh, fucking segue! <laughs> LAX against FTR. What a Boring, fucking match! Fitz, have you seen it? Have you finally boring. seen it? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Hang on. How dare you? I gotta do I mean, If I'm gonna relive this match and talk about how much I enjoyed it, there's one thing I need to do before I get into this match. Oh. A libation? Puff of all? Oh. No, he's, just, he doesn't, he's not actually having a drink, he's just having a quick tug. 
Uh, quick tug to watch. He's, he just has the match on his phone. Wee woo. <laughs> <laughs> um, this was the match that we would have got um, has it, had it not been for Cash Wheeler getting his arms sliced right open a couple of weeks yeah. ago. What a fucking match. It's really, really good. Um, I look, at the team, look at the guys in the ring. What, there was no chance it wasn't going to be bad. This match was this whole card was bookended by two tag matches. Well, obviously one was an eight man match. So it was a bit more kind of cluster fucky about it, but we're just two very different paces. I was actually talking to someone on Twitch earlier about just AEW in general. He's a lad who's kind of out of wrestling and he's getting back into it. And he he mentioned that he'd heard of AEW. And he was like, "What are your thoughts on it?" And I was like, "I'm trying to explain it without kind of leaving any of my own biases come into it." And all I could think was, it has something for everyone. And I think the two tag matches that bookended this show summed up AEW perfect. That you're going to like one way more than you like the other. And there's just mm. two camps of people and yeah, you're going to like one wrong. more than the other. The main event was too much fuckwittery and clusterfucky <laughs> for me. But that opener, I could legit watch those guys walk out there on Sunday and do another half hour fucking practice show. They did the old school thing of taking the turnbuckle pad off and then not using it and it playing into the finish. Yep. Because the minute they took the turnbuckle pad off, I was, I was like, I guarantee you that does not come in until... It's like the t- the table spots in New Japan. They set up the table and then 23 minutes later they use the table that you forgot yep. was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it's, just works. They set, stuff, they set stuff up, they take you away from it and then they loop it straight back in. Um, I... I've said it a couple of times. I think Santana is one of the most underrated lads in wrestling when he's on form. I think he's really good. He's yeah. and again he has a connection. He does the simple things. You pointed out even the stuff of clapping to the crowd when he was going up to do the mm. frog splash after mm-hmm. three amigos. Nobody um, does it. But you know, Jeff Hardy is the only other guy who's Jeff. still doing that. Stomp yeah. and clap. It fucking works. Remember <laughs> Undertaker works. on the the ring in was it a six oh, man yeah. tag years ago? Yep. Going ape yeah. shit. Fucking crowd yeah. eats that shit up. Yep. yep, exactly. The, the crowd there, if, the crowd is, if the crowd is getting low as well, it's just simple. Just quick, their slow job. clap starts yeah. and it, boom. They're the, the babyface team. Yeah. But we've all been at shows and you'll have a match where stuff isn't quite going. But you're if you're in the crowd, you're wanting to go along for it. You're there because you want to be a part. You want to be taken on the ride. You know, you want to be there for the experience of it. You want the guys to get you engaged in it. So if a match isn't hitting, or if a match is going to hit that lull or whatever, if it's just not quite there, you want someone to just be, to drag it into it. So that's why I still think of some of the old indie shows where you'd see a lad who's caught in a sleeper hold, and he starts to clap himself while he's in the sleeper hold. And then you see the slow clap kicking off with the crowd, and then that gets going, and then you see him hulking up and powering up out of the sleeper. Stuff like that, and you you never see it anymore, but seeing stuff like that in this match, just it, it brought me back. Um, stuff as well even the Bobby Eaton tribute gear the fucking face paint on the proud and powerful guys out in the corner with uh, Dax putting Ortiz's arm over the exposed turnbuckle to try and get mm, revenge was very good as well it's these are just four guys that went out there and they knew what they were doing they get it Um, I know it's a bit shindy but I I love when Ortiz you know does like a, a hip toss into a um, kind of headlock, and he just shouts out "wrestling." Oh yeah, <laughs> and the cr- the crowd eats that up and responds straight away. It's one of those things. It's like the clapping. It's like the the foot stomps. It's just something to engage with the crowd. 
Oh, the thing is, they're the guys who will get over with the crowd because I even think yeah. if you look at the WWE side, unless you're in a if you're in WWE, unless you're cutting a promo, you don't interact with the crowd. Oh, that's it, and that's their biggest problem. They're, the they're last, producing their show to a television audience, not the yeah. live audience. Mm. And the last two people, the, the two kind of people that I think back to in recent memory who've done that on WWE TV. Now, to be fair, Roman does it the odd time actually, and Corbin. Mm. But the main two I always think of is Kevin Owens because he just never stops. Yeah, he's always he's always on. He's always looking for someone to kind of chirp back at. It's and who goes hand in hand with Kevin Owens? Well, I was I'm assuming you were probably looking at Sami Zayn, but I was going to say Jericho. Well, yeah. When Jericho was there, the two of them together were fucking dynamos at doing it. But that was that whole whole Jericho Kevin Owens run was incredible. That whole yeah. year and a half or whatever it was, Absolutely and they did amazing. deserve the main event. And Jericho is totally right; they did deserve oh, the main event. Hundred percent. Um, Leave the memories alone, Steve. Leave the yeah, leave the memories alone. But uh, yeah, look, it's it's something. As I said that these were four guys who went out there. They know how to work a crowd. But the thing is, they were able to both work a crowd and work the TV audience. Yeah, I just thought of one other person that used to do it kind of as well. Rusev. He used to, you know, when he start yes. to hook up, he'd start to clap slightly, and then people would get along with him. Yeah. In WWE, I mean, obviously, yeah, he's a different Actually, character completely here now. But Sheamus does bits of it. Mm. Normally, normally, do for, yeah. The, the countdown look how quick that got over one night and then everyone knows to count down for the claymore now it, this because the works. fans cry out for this the cr- fans yeah. want this interaction but so many people in that environment are just incapable or unwilling to do it they just want to hit the moves with a z well, someone on. someone used to do, do the double stomp and a clap like essentially like the we will rock you queen clap for a finisher a couple of years back and i can't remember who the fuck it was I think was it? It was a Sigler. He literally he used to nearly turn us. He used, used to turn himself nearly into the corner, grab onto the ropes either side. And I can remember someone just doing a double stomp, turn around and do and doing the clap. And he'd do it once, and he'd do it a second time, and the crowd would do it, and then he hit the finish. And I can't remember who it is. Mm. Mm. Was a Sigler? Was a Sigler when he started doing the super kick? Possibly. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Could have been. Could have been. A Sigler um, sounds like a good shout, actually. But yeah, again, something simple face or heel the fans just want someone who's going to take him on the journey and that's what this match was it was just it was good wrestling but also it, it brought people on a journey for 20-25 minutes and it was a lot of fun basically what we're saying is why doesn't Batman dance anymore why doesn't he <laughs> <laughs> um, simple stuff works we always talk about it but what a great match um, Santana and Ortiz won it so I'm assuming we get some kind of I think Gordo mentioned it on Twitch last night we get some sort of a rubber mat between them which those lads win again, and that gives them the number one shot for the Bucks at uh, Arthur Ashe, where I they should su- win the titles. I'm really surprised that with the, uh, well, spoilers, we'll get to it in a minute, the Pack and Andrade match being off Sunday, I'm surprised that COVID. they... COVID! COVID! Uh, COVID! Um, I'm really surprised <laughs> that, I know, fair enough, it makes sense, bump up the women's match if a, if a slot's opened up on the card, that makes sense. Mm. I would, I can't understand why don't you put this rubber match for the number one contendership as your buy-in match now. Yeah. What a, what a match to get that crowd fucking hot for what's going to be your first time seeing CM Punk wrestling in God knows how long, what, seven, eight years? And you have this as the match that warms the crowd up before the fucking main show kicks off? Yeah. That crowd would be hot AF. Mm-hmm. As if they need anything um, else, but... Um, is there anything to talk about on the show then or will we go straight into the predictions uh, apart from of course the gun club turning on the big show oh god 
Because, <laughs> because you know, why not? Well, at least yeah. now you can justifiably hate Austin Gunn. I could fucking hate him all along. He's essentially he's essentially what fucking energy drinks in fucking Carnot are. Like, seriously, fuck off. <laughs> but fuck. did you know that his brother is 18 and 0? Oh, God. <laughs> the most protected man Gunn in all of ages on Dark. I have, a feeling, the booker. <laughs> I have a feeling 18 is also their fucking combined IQ, the fucking idiots. God, I fucking hate them. Poor gun club. I think it's pandemic I used, really soured uh, the gun club and you. I used to like Billy Gunn. <laughs> then he had children. Yeah, it's a shame that his fucking spawn seemed to be absolute fucking gobshites. <laughs> your hatred um, of another person is admirable. Uh, I, you really feel it deep in your loins. You love so it. This would be a bad time to announce that we actually have uh, Billy Gunn joining us as a guest. Um, no problem uh, with Billy Gunn. Gunn. <laughs> I have no problem with Billy Gunn joining. I'd fucking, I'd gladly. I, I grew up. I, that's why I hated some of the arguments I had with our old buddy friend of the show, Road Dog, <laughs> Jim Gardet. <laughs> brilliant. God damn, that's brilliant. Fuck's sake. <laughs> that's fantastic I'm not fucking getting away from that now am I <laughs> okay Jim Gordet that is fantastic <laughs> fucking prick the resemblance is uncanny okay right oh. well yeah if we're going to move on to the main event what the fuck was going on with the old Cage and Kenny Olivier um, <laughs> um I'll be honest, I don't remember the main event, to be honest with you. Um, Ray Phoenix did a lot of fun stuff, and the crowd loved it. That was basically the main event. I was was okay with it, but I don't want them to make a habit of this, because if they do it another one or two times, it's going to feel very NWOE. Which? The whole thing of the cage and... It was the first time doing it. That's what I'm saying, I, I, I didn't mind it, but I think it's something that already split people. And I think they have to be careful not to overdo it. It just... I watched. I saw the reaction on it. But why? I, I, I'm trying to justify the, the pe- reason pe- for this. Pe- people aren't liking the fact of it's going into the show and it's going in as a situation where it looks like the heels are going to dominate anyway. To a point where, like, okay, nobody's believing Christian has taken the title off Kenny, of course, and people are believing that the Bucks are going to hold on to the tag titles. Probably likely if they're probably going to drop it to somebody with say at Arthur Ashe maybe instead. Hope that's so, what they do. So you're looking at going. To, you're looking at people. People are looking at it that okay, they're going to retain the titles on Sunday. It's, this is people essentially being conditioned to it. People are conditioned to if they're going to retain the titles, they should probably be in some bit of peril to, on, we'll say Wednesday night going into the show. And that's oh, we, still have, we still have tonight. Don't forget. Oh no, exactly. But the problem is, people look at that as the flagship show, and that that's where it should be. Again, I'm not speaking for myself. I'm speaking for what I was watching and reading on Twitter afterwards. Um, is that's where people were looking at it, and that's something that a lot of people were attributing to being very similar to some of the stuff NWO done in WCW. And you don't want to go that fucking road. And if people are already split on it, as I said, it's more a case of being careful from a perception standpoint that they don't go down that rabbit hole too much for me i liked it i thought it was okay it was you know done the job i still think luke gallows is fucking stealing a living every time he goes out there um i respect i respect him for it 
I respect the fuck out of it. Um, I think he's stealing a living for it. I think Anderson has some fucking kicked on. I think he's done, he's done more fucking talking on Twitter in the last twenty four hours, and he's made a fucking statement with his wrestling over the last year. Um, oh holy shit! Enjoying life, and so am I right now because I'm fucking shooting from the hip, baby. Yeah, I, as I said, it's just kind of what I was reading. People were kind of feeling that it felt a bit, a bit WCW and NWO ish. Um, as I said, for me, I thought it was okay. I thought it done the job nicely, but that's just kind of what people. It's what I, uh, people's perceptions of it were. Fair enough. People can have perceptions of it. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I think it's. Jam. Yeah, and it, it seemed to be the minority, but I'm just saying it's. There, there's, there's murmurs of it. If there's murmurs of it already. It, you know that they can grow over time so it's just a case of being careful that's and all. i don't disagree um i think it would have been great if this show was last week oh yeah and they would have had another show like you said to, another to, flagship show to kind of turn the turn the story on the heels and have yeah. the, the the baby face rise before the pay-per-view oh 100 but look uh, and from a purely from a booking point of view and from a fan continuing continuation point of view it would have been better not to have that bit of a dud of a show last week and have oh, yeah. CM Punk's first Dino be a good show like this one was. Yep. But yeah, look, I did it. That wasn't for everyone. For me, I thought it was alright. Done the job. But as a shit, I really, enjoyed, I really enjoyed actually the cage coming down and them having the, the fuckwittery of locking themselves in the cage, not allowing anyone into the cage. I liked, like There was so much good about it, but I, I can see the, the reasons why the, the people wouldn't like it. Yeah, um, and is it just I, a case of the working and people are just hating the heels? There's a little bit of that as well, but I think people are starting to get. I think people are starting to turn on the Bucks' reign a bit as well. Um, mm. So that's why if they don't lose the title Sunday, they have to drop them at Arthur Ashe. Okay, I find with Twitter, there's a lot of some of the loudest AEW fans on Twitter. They like I don't want to call AEW fans AEW nutcases on Twitter. Um, they seem to be new fans. Or young fans with those yeah. accounts, and sometimes it's like you're you're not supposed to like him. He's a yeah. heel. You're not supposed to like that, <laughs> but you know, we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Uh, Anna Jay is back, which means the return of TJ. You address her by her proper title, you little bollocks. What is jungle, proper jungle title? girl? No, Anna jungle Bay. girl. Anna Bay. Sorry, yes, of course, Anna Bay. Um, so that's good. That's always a positive thing that Anna Jay is on TV. Um, big meaty men slap meat with Cage and Hobbs that was fun that was excellent that definitely should have been on last week to capitalise on the yeah. casual viewers looking at uh, Punk's debut because you got two big boys doing a big ah, boy fight Gordette face <laughs> <laughs> gravy chips and the golden gordo for you lads <laughs> wow. I, love, I, love, I love how it's just a meme at this stage <laughs> Gordo, if it wasn't for you, you would have no emotes to, for on Twitch to give people as bonuses. <laughs> That's true. Gordette face may have to be robbed. Yeah, I've already saved the image. This <laughs> <laughs> time, <tough>. save. <laughs> Apply for Twitch on sticker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, thanks, Craig. Thanks, Craig. Yeah, <laughs> I've saw already on a shirt. <laughs> If this was AEW, I'd have that thing on PWT so fast it'd make your head spin. <laughs> Sell punk, damn it. Speaking of which, yeah, he outsold the Bullet Club. Um, history of their sales, did 35,000 sales on PWTs and, and uh, Cornette. Um, punk has already outsold them and is on track to sell 100,000 shirts. 
Oh boy. Insane. Do not move in the needle. <laughs> you leave the needle alone, Mr. Punk. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> um, people were unhappy that Punk got physical before the pay-per-view. Uh, people can fuck off. Mm. <laughs> I wouldn't have done it, but I'm not against it. I would have actually left it. But then again, you know, it wasn't between Darby and Punk. That would have been a disaster if they did that. It was also still in Chicago. Yeah. But I guess at the same time, every show since he came back is like, you know, Punk's here to talk. You know, there's only so much of that you can do. Mm. You know, they did that with Sting for a long time. Interview with Sting gets interrupted by Lance Archer. You know, they did that for months. So I like that they at least mixed it up. I'm going out on a limb and I think that um, before the end of this month, Punk is heel. Good Lord. Look at fucking MGF put on Twitter. Someone sent uh, a oh picture of a God. little girl. <laughs> a picture of a little girl. Uh, I think I found your biggest supporter here at the Fan Fest. And MGF quote tweeted and said, is it too late to abort? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's legit. <laughs> I just, I, I confirm it is legit. That oh, is that's brilliant. Well. Lads. <laughs> is he getting cancelled? You can't cancel MJF. He doesn't give a fuck. Oh, that's amazing. Speaking of cancelled, Max Caster made a return at the dark tapings. Oh, yeah. Good. How did that go down on Twitter? Oh, he made a mistake in the fucking tweet. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, it's T-O instead of T-O-O on the first two. Oh, he's screwed. They'll get him on that. Hashtag grammar Nazi. Grammar Nazi. Um, anything else Fitz you wanted to talk about about the show uh, Take Conti and Penelope Ford put on a very good match hmm. I will give absolute props to that they even got a this is awesome chant from the crowd and it was justified they'd fucking chant that to anything but it was justified like I said I'm... Ah, it's a fucking solid 4 out of 10 between 2 10 out of 10s Gordo this is better than anything the main roster of WWE have put it on is in not, you watch it. it is not in this of all weeks that is an absolute <laughs> falsehood <laughs> it's very okay. true from a purely professional wrestling point of view and we're going to ignore that match between Nia Jax and Charlotte for the benefit of this conversation name me a better main roster women's match in the last six months. Bianca versus Sasha main event of Mania. There you go. I don't even know if I would say that was better. It had obviously greater importance and a higher profile, but I wasn't a big fan of that match. And I said it at the get-go, not saying that this one on Dynamite was better, by the way, but I'm just saying that it was good shit hell. Uh, essentially, any Ember Moon match that was had before NXT went back to being developmental again. Except for her match, except for her match with Jesse Kamea. That's why I said before it was put back to being developmental. But NXT developmental. has always been developmental. It was not. It was the third brand. Fake news. Fake the news. The third brand. Your fake news. <laughs> third wow. brand. Do you just go back to fucking supporting your piss hand company? <laughs> we do bad predictions. Yes, I'm just working on something as we speak here. Uh, if it'll work. Cool. I have the card uh, in the chat there. Cool. Do you want to kick us off there? I'm just working on something as we speak. Uh, so the, the buy-in match was the women's casino battle royal, but that's been moved to the main show now. So 
the buy-in show, which Steve definitely is not going to watch, I 100% guarantee you, not because his favorite wrestler is in it. It's a 10-man tag. It's best friends of Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor, and Wheeler Yuta, along with Jurassic Express uh, versus the Hardy family office of Matt Hardy, Private Party, and then Helico and Steve's favorite wrestler, Jack Evans. That's oh, what he's talking about. How fucking fuck. shindy. How fucking oh. shindy did he look, Steve? There we go. So bad. So oh, fucking bad. Trigger. I knew that would trigger so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Why um, did he look so bad? Like, like, from memory, he's a fairly athletic and fit-looking fella. Why is he wearing a baggy, shitty t-shirt? Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's real bad. Real, real bad. Um, I, I know I, he's like uh, 40. I know he's really old, but still... Unless he's really let himself go, which I can't imagine he does because he's a very athletic style of wrestler as well. Mm. Um, very, very weird. I don't care who wins this one. I couldn't care less. Yeah, <laughs> it's my answer. Probably, it's a cheap <laughs> win for the Hardy family office, I think. Mm. I would suspect, but... Peter uh, is out there to eat a pin. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Goes along with the BT storyline of him trying to learn as well, so that's, yeah. that's quite good. Um, so the Casino Battle Royal, all bar one is confirmed. Who will the Joker be? Is that, is the Joker, is, is that the only person left to be announced is essentially who we assume the Joker is going to be? Yep. So there's 20 announced. I'll go through them quick. Nyla Rose, Thunder Rosa, The Bunny, Big Swole, Julia Hart, Teconti, Diamante, Penelope Ford, Red Velvet, Hikaru Shida, Emi Sakura. Oh, I remember Shida exists. She does. <laughs> Jade Cargill, Kira Hogan, Abaddon, Leila Hirsch, Kylan King, Rebel, Jamie Hayter, Anna Bay, and Riho. Riho! It's good that they remember that the person who carried their fucking division through the fucking pandemic is still alive anyway. Fair play. Glad for Sheeta. I'm okay with that. And I'm not necessarily saying about Sheeta per se, but in theory, I like when people who have been at the top of the bill for quite a while aren't on the show for a few months. I like the fact that you can go away and come back and, you know, it's, it's a big deal then when they come back. Rather yeah, than the stick of having everyone on every show. Yeah, but then bringing her back if they're putting her in a battle royal, that's not exactly... Well, this is only the starting point. She might be on a program straight away again. Fucking want to be. One of the best <laughs> fucking women they have. Um, so, Okay, predictions, guesses, who could the uh, Joker be? I assume the favourite is... Alibation, both of all. Sorry. Okay, fine, I'll drink. No, it's fine. <laughs> no, no, Gordo has to Yeah, I drank, I drank, it's all good. Um, I would assume Ruby. Ruby Soho, Ruby Riot, whatever people want to call her. Um, as for winner, I think Ty Conti. You reckon? Really? I think, I think Conti. They don't like giving the Jokers the wins in these, and I don't need to see Nyla for going for the title again. So I'm torn between Rosa and Conti. Hmm. Um, I didn't. I haven't been paying any attention, and you'll see why in a minute. So I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Say, I'm gonna say Ty Conti. But ah, uh, look, but any battle royal is always fun. So. I think if it's not Ruby Soho, I think there'll be possibly people shitting on whoever the surprise entrant might be. It's could be Mercedes Martinez. Jim Gordet sticker has been made. 
Oh, beautiful. There you go. <laughs> I had to go and do a thing because it wasn't accepting the file format. Anyway, I'm back. What's going on? <laughs> Women's <laughs> Battle Royale. Who do you think the Joker's going to be and who is going to win it? Ruby Riot for both. Or Ruby Soho, sorry. If it's not Ruby, what are the other alternatives? Obviously, Tessa's name is always going to be floated around, but I don't think she's going to be going there. Mercedes Martinez? Probably she's been there before. WWE have forgotten Tony Storm exists. She could probably fucking show up and they wouldn't even realize it. Mm. Uh, Rian is in the chat, so we expect some Tony time. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Rian's having some tuggy time so that's fine <laughs> uh, okay we'll move on John Moxley versus the king of bread Kojima ah bread club fucking bread club for life uh, yeah Moxley's winning let's, let's not kid ourselves yep, I think this Moxley. is going to be the um, the sleeper match of the, the card possibly what's me asleep I probably could um, <laughs> no, no it'll be a fun no I think Mox, it'll be a get the reaction and Kojima will be well in enough with the smarty crowd that's going to be there that they'll they'll put on a good show. Yeah, and look, Kojima, even for his age as well, it makes it even more impressive. Kojima can go like mm. this. This match will be fun. It's gonna be, yeah. Mox will win, but Kojima's there and he's going to put on a good match. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the Invitational Piss match between Paul White and QT Marshall. Now this is the actual will put you to sleeper match. Um, <laughs> good fucking lord! Why? Why is this on a pay per view? This is this is worse than the zombies match. <laughs> that hasn't even happened yet. This, this this is worse than the zombie match for me. I I am okay with zombies on TV. I'm not okay with QT Marshall. <laughs> worse than the zombies match. Worse than the zombies. You better check your privilege at the door, man. It's worse than the fucking zombies, man. I the. the that takes zombies over pin pals any day. Pin pals. I'm assuming this match goes about three minutes. And that will oh, be a good job. If that's yeah. three minutes, remember seven minutes too long, including entrances. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Paul White to win this one. I'm I'm 100 okay as long as like uh, Gordo said it's a it's a three minute squash. It, it's just a nice little palate cleanser between serious matches that we can do. So a okay. Uh, a match that we probably don't need to see again, but we're seeing it as the Jericho MJF. Mm. One final time, if Jericho loses, he can no longer compete in AE dubs. Jericho. But MJF puts him out after the match. He, you know, they they put him out because uh, he's going to earn Mufazi. So Jericho will get the win, but MJF gets his heat back right away. I'm actually a bit torn on this one. I don't know how they're going to book it. In a way, I'd like to see MGF win again, just for having that definitive end. And everyone would genuinely have that shock factor, so it would stun the crowd. They'll find a way to bring him back. It's like it's like Terry Funk return all those times. Which time? All of them. Sixteenth. <laughs> uh, uh, I think there might be some fuckery or some shenanigans with this one. Mm. All four of the laborers get involved, so they're yeah. going to Yokozuna. They're going to do Yokozuna Undertaker. Oh. That could work. Essentially, oh, I four. Mm-hmm. I like it. Essentially, the way I'd look at something like this is they could have Jericho lose, but then he ends up having to come back. He ends up being able to get cleared by MJF to come back if he'll help MJF out with something in like a year or two's time. Ah, oh, yeah. Jesus, no. that means he'd be fucking fifty-two then. 
sure it's grand fits because you know he's not gonna he's not gonna get the vaccine so he's not gonna be affected by anything and if he does end up getting getting the old covid he's just gonna put the fucking horse drugs into himself and he's gonna be all clear again so it'll be fine he's gonna put the horse drugs in and we'll be everyone everyone's gonna be okay yeah and the missus is gonna be up there sitting pretty at a fucking throne of the capital because it's a revolution (laughs) so are we all saying jericho uh yeah jericho probably yeah um, yeah, money down. I think it has to be Jericho. Cool, cool. Um, Miro and Eddie Kingston. Then uh, the fans, the fans win for this. Yeah, <laughs> this is going to fuck the promos between these two and Dynamite this week. Were so fucking gosh. epic. Yeah. So I only uh, lay down for one person. That's my wife in the hotel room after a victory. Fantastic. You beat me to <laughs> it. Does this hot, flexible wife who he'll lay down for? <laughs> show up and do they show up on a tank yes I think Lana will be there Lana will definitely be there got an idea lads I'm going to book it here what mm-hmm. if they do come in in a tank but it's Shotzi Blackheart's mini tank <laughs> I'm assuming they do something if they did a tank they could have Miro come up like he like what happened at Wrestlemania where they said they had sex in the tank they could have <laughs> Lana pop out of the tank with her hair all over the place and stuff. Oh, yeah. It'd be very funny. <laughs> just, just wipe the side of her face. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I, see, I was keeping it subtle. And then Fitz, of course, as subtle as a bulldozer, throws that in. Yeah, Fitz is going all in like Mira would be on Lana in the tank. But hey. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Uh, sadly, uh, that venue is not big enough for, for a tank. Nah. Nah, I that's, think she'll be there, though. That's why you, that's why you shot the tank. <laughs> so we're all saying Miro then ah uh, yeah yeah Miro but possibly with a bit of fuckery to set up a rematch yeah rematch Although Arthur Ashe they could do the surprise uh, switch here and the rematch at Arthur, Arthur Ashe so mm. Kingston could win it as a as getting the shock value yeah King, King coming out to open the show with the belt at Arthur Ashe could also get a really good reaction mm. true yeah. I'll go with Miro anyway I'll go Miro, um, but yeah, it could be, it could be, could be a surprise switch here. Uh, Young Bucks against Lucha Brothers in the cage for the tag team titles. Neat. I think yeah, Antox is saying Lucha Bros. He said it earlier as well. I don't see it. I think the Bucks are going to keep it and drop it to uh, Proud and Powerful. I think I, that's where we're going. But who knows? I, I think Proud and Powerful are starting to heat up too much that you can't not put the titles on them in the near future. So I think it'd be bad to put the belts on Lucha Bros here because you risk missing the sh- missing the chance for Proud and Powerful to finally get the belts after two years. So, yeah, I think Bucks for a time for me. Same. I'd probably go along with that too. But the big question here is, what is Ray Phoenix going to do? Die. Off the top of the cage. <laughs> Potentially die. Huge. And I don't mean that in a bad way or wanting to wish it on him. I just, the man is going to do something fucking crazy. Yeah, he's going to do something absolutely insane. Well, if, if Sammy Guevara ra, 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 could do like a 720 off the top turnbuckle, how many rotations could Ray Phoenix do off the top of a key? He's, I think he'll flip it and double moonsault. Ooh. Package pile driver cutler off the top of the cage. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's and death. That's the last we saw of cutler. 
Yeah. 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 We're getting a Canadian destroyer off the top of the cage. <laughs> Stat stocks, the 1080. And it'll get a one count. <laughs> 1080p 60 frames a second splash. I love it. There will be muchos splashos. Um, uh, Britt Baker versus Chris Statlander. Um, that's not her name. What are you talking about? Britt Baker, DMD. Oh, you mark. Britt Baker versus Chris Chris Statlander in in the AW Botches Invitational. Oh. This is going to be bad. This harsh. This has potential. This has potential to go bad. This has potential to Charlotte, not yet. Yeah. Lads, where is this this coming from? Um, Have you watched them wrestle? Yes. I'm not expecting yeah, to that bad. I, I, okay, I'm going to say I like both of them. Statlander has had a couple of dodgy moments since her return. I'm only me. I'm only having a bit of fun. I like. Uh, I really like them both. I think there's serious potential with Statlander, but she's had at least one moment in every match since her return that's made me go. Wait till I clip this and get the titanium core after you. Oh God! No, I, I need my job. I need to keep my job. My children are mine. Part of I said I like both of them because I do, and I can see like Brit has just done fantastic work. She's earning her Brit Baker money. Delighted she got her extension. Um, but yeah, I just I I hope it goes well for them. But yeah, there's you have to take form into account, and there's a pattern that yeah you could be concerned about this one. I um, hope you have to eat dirt after this match. Um, hope. Not necessarily expecting, but I hope. <laughs> uh, I'd say Britt Baker retains anyway. Yeah, yeah, Baker yes. retains. She's yeah. retain- She's holding that belt until uh, Thunder Rosa takes it off her. Will Adam Cole Bebe be a, va- a valet for her? No, what they're going to do is cut to Adam Cole in the crowd a la Britt It'll Baker. It'll be for Baker. Face He's very crowd. good, yeah. I would pay good money to see that. That'd be hilarious. They should definitely and, do that. And then he shows up. There, on, like. And then he shows up on SmackDown next week. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be very funny. Um, that's a theory that Adam Cole could be showing up tonight on SmackDown. Yeah, that, was, that happened last week as well, though. Mm, I suppose, yeah. Uh, that's the finish of the Balor and uh, Roman match that Adam Cole attacks Balor. Is what they're saying. If, if he if he does show up in the crowd. They ha- someone on commentary has to say I think I've just seen a ghost <laughs> yeah it'd be very good <laughs> um, should be interesting um, I think it's going to main event but it's not listed as a main event here Punk and Darby Allen. I think that's your main event and you'd be crazy not to make it your main event open the show but open the show too either or open the show or make it the main event yeah I'm I mean, I'm happy either way to be honest with you I'm definitely old school mentality. Championship should always go last. But as Nick said, I think it was last week, they, they've broken that tradition early on. So they're mm. not going to be regimented to it. So because of that, I'm, I'm okay whatever way they go with this. Uh, I don't, I'm I probably don't want the them back somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I want them back to back. I don't want them in this order. I don't want Punk Allen to be the co-main before Kenny and Christian because it would completely kill the main event then. Yeah, it will. That would be the worst case scenario. Punk Derby opens the show because after Kenny retains against Christian, Brady shows up. Yeah. I think, yeah, as I think, 
the finish of Omega Cage will have Daniel Bryan showing up. Yeah, because the rumor, the rumors are, out, the reports are out that um, that fucking they're afraid of COVID shutting down Arthur Ashe, so they're trying to get him on TV as quick as possible when there's a crowd. Who's this Daniel Bryan thing? At Brady. What? Brian Danielson, Brady. Brady. Oh, Brian Danielson. Oh, yes, very good. Um, uh, speaking of Arthur Ashe, while we're on it, they've actually announced that it's a vaccinated only show. So you do yeah. have to provide proof of vaccination to attend. Jericho's Jer- missus won't be able to go to it. She's going to miss one hell of a show. <laughs> Jericho won't be able to go to it. Jericho won't be able to go to it, yeah. Um, obviously, Punk um, wins. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This should just be a brawl. Um, yeah. Actually, Give it 20, 25 minutes if you want. I'm okay with that. What's going to happen um, with Jericho's cruise? Because aren't most cruise companies now going very hardline? You have to be vaccinated. Ah, sure. He runs it. He owns it. It's He's he's the organizer. He can dictate those things. Ah, that's true. He'll have the special horse drugs. He'll be grand. That's true. <laughs> Punk wins it. Uh, and then Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage for the world title. I assume Kenny wins and you close out the show with Daniel Bryan debuting. Brady. Brady, sorry. Here's a question for you. Does Malachi Black appear on this card at all? Nah, I don't see where he would, unless he challenges Miro after the match. Where could he? He's going he's gonna to spin kick the head off of Paul White after fucking he beats the pin pals. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we've made it a thing now. The pin pals. Oh, Antox is absolutely right. Lee Johnson is going to die his own death tonight. Oh, he's going to die. He's going to bleed his own blood. <laughs> is it live tonight or taped? Live, live. Live tonight, I think. As live as live could be. Huge. Um, yeah, so Omega, and my prediction is the debut of Bridie. Yeah. Yes, sir. I want to go along with that. Yep. Cool, cool. Um, that's all of that. Best match, worst match is Charlotte and Naya, both. Both of them, yeah. <laughs> Be proper. Come on, do it right. I, I, I am. I enjoyed the most. <laughs> yes. I'm not even joking. No, um, no. Um, if you want to hold best. me to it, I'm going to say the triple threat um, with uh, Seamus and all the boys. I'm going to say something that I never thought I'd say. The best match of the week for me was the tag match on AEW. Wow. Oh, the, the Bucks. Uh, Good yeah, Brothers. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Very powerful FTR. Literally two of my favorite tag teams of the last fucking five, six years. Just going at it for 20 minutes. I didn't have enough veins to hook it up to. Best match Gordo. of the week. But that triple threat yeah. match was also fantastic. Sorry, I'm changing my pick. Yeah, it's tied between both of them. I'll go for But I'll go for the tag match. Gordo, absolutely love seeing four lads go at it for 20 minutes. Loves, loves it. it. Well, look, if there's meat to be slapped, lads, I'm all here for it. <laughs> Meaty man slapping meat. Um, worst match? It's Charlotte. Oh, yeah, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> but also the best. Um, best segment? Uh, Miro and Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Miro and Kingston, definitely. Yeah. Simple. Love it. Uh, worst segment. What was really bad? Uh, was there a dripstick incident this week? I can't remember. Something from Raw. Something from <laughs> Raw. <laughs> um, whatever the Miz did. 
I can't remember. Did he do something? Miz wasn't on the show. Oh, even Reed Dewdrop not actually happening because Dewdrop attacking even before the bell rang. So that's been dragged out even longer. That's been dragged. Match never happened. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. You got me there. I said match Uh, never happened and they're dragging this out even longer instead of just fucking bringing it out and giving it the old fucking bang bang. One shot in the middle of a field. Wall in the middle of a field job. Yeah, sorry, I yawned there. I'm actually yeah, fucked. yeah, that the death time for bed for me. Death to that, I think. Um, wrestler of the week. Um, Cash Wheeler, maybe for the comeback match, but mm. he lost because um, of her return. Because of her return, Anna Bay. Um, <laughs> no, you know what? I'll it's, go for Bleeding Priest. I enjoyed Bleeding Priest. I'm. I, I, I'm gonna go fuck I'm gonna go Santana there you go yeah I'm gonna go Santana I thought you had a really good show Carlos Santana yeah yeah nice Tito, um, Tito Santana making his return yeah <laughs> I give it to uh, outside pick I, if I could give it to a tag team I'd give it to, to PMP Santana yeah. and Ortiz uh so well, you know what seeing as it's we can make we can make tag teams as a wrestler of the week because they can't compete without each other yeah there we go yeah yeah pmp pmp all day sound uh show of the week to whatever show charlotte and i was on raw <laughs> raw finally wins one um, um something we didn't actually talk about because i don't think anyone has seen it yet but is the empower pay-per-view from uh, nwa yeah. Heard good things come from it, to be fair. I haven't seen it. Feedback on it all across the board has been absolutely fantastic. Um, as you say, I think the other NWA show that happened, uh, New Champ, Aldous is no longer champ. Yeah. Um, Trevor Murdoch, of all people, is your new NWA champ. Uh, Rick yeah, Flair shut up. Someone. Flair shut up and got a very good promo. Did we get Flair on this, actually? Oh, Flair, yeah. Well, I assume he I, might have walked out with Andrade. He would have walked out with Andrade, yeah. Mm. Or did they hold off? Ah, COVID! COVID! Travel issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can't travel because of COVID. Because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Show of the week, I'll go Dynamite anyway. Yeah, Dynamite, but also, I'm uh, as I said, I thought NXT was just a solid show throughout. Um was a decent watch. But yeah, Dynamite... Despite all the other shit that was going on alongside it, I thought Dynamite was, especially the first 45 minutes, was just really good. Yeah. So. Um, plugs, Gordo. Yeah, buddy. Let's take her home. Um, so if people want to get more of us at the Old and Ledge Wrestling Podcast, you're going to get us on all your podcast apps. So you'll get us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Ooh. Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening, you're going to get us Hopefully each and every week. Yeah, you should be booing yourself. Um, you should be booing yourself. <laughs> you can also get us over on the Wrestling Soup Network, so please check out WrestlingSoup.com. Uh, please check out Wrestling Soup guys themselves, and also please subscribe to my Patreon. Uh, literally, five quid a month it's worth every penny their content has always been amazing and they've always been absolutely fantastic to us so much love to those guys uh, also a lot of love to our friends over at canvas theory www.canvastheory.com if you use the promo code <laughs> AW- 
Fuck off. Uh, use the <laughs> oh, promo code Craig AWP. Craig is me. Craig is you get 10% off your entire order. Um, as seen on AEW Dynamite as well, by the way. They've, they've had their hats shown on AEW Dynamite a couple of times, so it's really taken off. We might actually get paid for this someday, lads. Um, <laughs> you, can, you can also check us out on Twitter. It's at the AW Pod. You'll also see a link on there to come join our Discord so you can join in the live fun when we record this each and every week. And you can come and join us in the chat and have a bit of a laugh as we're recording. Um, you can also check us out on Twitch along with Adam Cole. Um, we are also on Twitch. So you check us out as twitch.tv forward slash the AWP. And I believe we'll hopefully be on there possibly before AW Sunday, lads. What do you reckon? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Things have happened. I could, we could probably do a bit later if you want to start that um, event. Yeah. Could do. Um, could I need do. to edit all this stuff because I need to post it tonight. I so. need to order food because I've literally eaten three sausage rolls and a rasher all day. So, uh, Large. And I'm a couple of cans deep already, so uh, I could be liable to say anything on that stream if I don't get some fucking substantial meals into me. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're trying to get our sub count up, sub points or whatever, up to 15. So if uh, you ever wanted to support us, I think it's like €3.19 during September at the moment to yep. subscribe. Also, if you have Amazon Prime Video, you can also, you have a free subscription every month that you can just come on and drop a f- subscription on there. It'll cost you absolutely nothing, but it would really, really help us out. So again, twitch.tv forward slash the AWP. Basically, we, we need we need more emote slots, so we need a certain amount of subscriptions. So the goal yep. is to get the subscriptions up, to get the emote slots, to then have lots of Gordo emotes. Essentially, Deliverance has made so many emotes for me because apparently I'm a walking emote that we need more emote slots. <laughs> Deliverance, you're too good at this. You're too good. Uh, Jim Gardesh is going to have to make its way over to Twitch as well. Do I still have the original? I do. Lovely. Cool. Make it so. Make it so. <laughs> oh, that's, am am I hearing something? Am I hearing something off in the distance? It's just getting a bit closer. <gasps> Uh-oh, Tagger's whistle. You know what that means? Tiger's whistle's blowing, means we must be going. No more Russell crowing for you. But now don't you start to whine. I'll see you again next time. Cause there's plenty of more of fighting left to do. Making movies, making songs, and fight around the world. See you next time, everybody. <laughs>